Yeah, you're funny.
parents at times were getting together, and some people eating, and some just drank coffee during the sermon. That's why I'm East Super impressed because 
this Daniel has wisdom that can only come from a true God. And so Nebuchadnezzar puts Daniel in charge of all the wise men, and I'm using that term very specifically, wise men of Babylon. Babylon lay to the east of Jerusalem. And so Daniel taught all of the wise men how to interpret dreams correctly. He taught all of the wise men how they were, uh, all the, the histories and the prophecies of ancient Israel. And so, a couple of hundred years after that, the wise men of Babylon and the wise men of the East saw that the star had appeared in the sky. And they knew that Daniel had told them that a star was going to appear when the Messiah was coming, when the Savior of the world was here. We sang that song, Christmas Hallelujah. To the Savior of the world, he has come. That was the prophecy from the book of Isaiah that these wise men knew. They knew that from some of the other books of the Old Testament that the baby was to be born in a place called Bethlehem. And so these wise men uh, went out and they went from the place that they were living and they traveled to Jerusalem and they grow what? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. It wasn't like the video, they did not bring Frankenstein. It might have been an even more interesting Christmas, but it was frankincense. And what I found really interesting was the temple of the Lord that was built in Jerusalem that was actually sacked by the Babylonian Empire. They came in, they took everything out of the temple of God. Uh, inside that temple was gold furnishings. And they used frankincense on one of the altars. And they used myrrh on one of the others to cover some of the smells of burning flesh. And so what these wise men did in their minds, they said, hey, when the Babylonian Empire came in and they ransacked this temple and we took everything good out, we didn't realize that the savior of the world was going to come from Israel. And instead of bringing what you would call traditional gifts, they instead came to the savior of the world and said, look, this is the stuff that we stole from your temple, we're giving it back to you. And so on Christmas morning, I know it's going to be great fun for kids. You're going to get presents, you're going to get food, you're going to be able to spend time with your friends and your family, you're going to have some time to rest from the busyness of the season. And we don't think about what the gift we can bring Jesus is. There's a song uh, that I knew growing up, my parents uh, used to play it, and it was... What can you bring to the king? What can you give to the one who has everything? It's kind of an interesting concept. Is what can you give to the God who has everything? He doesn't need anything. Scripture um, um, says, what, what use have I with a thousand cattle if you can sacrifice to me all the cattle on all the hills and all the world in all the universe belongs to me? So you, you can't give me anything. The song actually answers the question. says, give him a heart that's open and wide. Give him a life that's got nothing to hide. Give him every part of him. So all he wants is everything. And he's the savior of the world. So as we end our time uh, today, we're going to actually come back and sing, uh, I think, a couple more Christmas carols. Um, and that's going to be our Christmas service for today. But I want you just to reminisce on that, to, to think a little bit, is what is it that you can give the savior of the world? He's already given everything.
lose his sleep. Thank you. 